Hello everyone, hope you're well. Just time to squeeze in a podcast before the long Easter weekend. I thought I'd spend a little bit of time looking at fallen angels given how much attention that has had and specifically how we expect the market to behave in the event that we have significant uh, quantities of debt being downgraded into high yield. But before we go there, maybe a, a quick recap on the credit markets month to date. So as at the 8th of April, we've seen demand returning for investment grade product as central banks have been buying, as investors have started to reallocate capital to the asset class. There's been some positive signs in terms of infection rates slowing in certain economies and obviously valuations uh, had repriced massively during March. So all of that has resulted in um, both US and European investment grade trading well so far. In April, spreads are tighter. The US has outperformed Europe, although that's something of a reversal from what we saw in March. As far as uh, financials are concerned, they've also outperformed non-financials having significantly underperformed in March as well. Um, High yield hasn't managed to kick on so much in the US after a very strong performance in late uh, late March. European high yield has done a a little bit better. Uh, We've typically seen demand in the high yield space for higher quality products. So double B rated credit has significantly outperformed its uh, single B and triple C brothers and sisters. Uh, Energy has also had a a good bounce uh, so far this month after an absolutely torrid time in February and March on on some signs that there might be uh, a pullback on on supply from uh, OPEC plus but you know that's very uncertain and and we'll really have to wait and see that so as I said um, what I want to talk a little bit more about is uh, fallen angel risk Um, as far as fallen angels are concerned well those are bonds that uh, are downgraded from investment grade to high yield Uh, Jim's touched on this in a previous podcast of his, how much is at risk? Well, currently you've got around $300 billion worth of triple B and triple B minus uh, rated debt on uh, negative uh, outlook. That's mostly centered around healthcare, energy, and uh, consumer products. Um, So that's where the risks sit. Um, But I think what's interesting is to think about what does it mean for uh, performance? Um, And what we typically find is that a lot of the bad news gets priced into markets uh, ahead of um, any uh, downgrades. So typically that spread widening occurs before the index transition. And then when the index transition plays out, these bonds typically look relatively good value to existing high yield issuers and their spreads tend to uh, outperform and tighten for, for, for on average 20 days. That's according to a, a, a recent uh, Credit Suisse report. So the takeaway there is that markets clearly aren't static. They uh, are able to, uh, to look at balance sheets, the effect on companies and anticipate that we may see uh, these downgrades uh, actually ahead of the rating agencies um, pulling uh, the trigger. What can companies do? Well, there are things companies can do. Again, Jim touched on this in his podcast. Yes, they can cancel dividends, share buybacks, etc. But at the same time, with the, the sheer quantity and magnitude of what company is being hit with, that just may not be um, enough right here. If your revenue has dropped 
um, to to zero, then um, that probably isn't going to to do it. The rating agencies may look through, but it, but but indeed, um, you know, their uh, metrics may may become so stretched, financial metrics may become so stretched that they're they're unable to 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 do that for a prolonged uh, period of time. So, I think these 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 downgrades are certainly coming. Um, but it'll be interesting to see whether this time it's different and whether that means that these bonds underperform once they come into high yield or actually, as they have done in the past, they do, uh, they do relatively well. Um, one other point that we've been discussing internally, which I, I think is interesting when we think uh, out uh, a little bit further, it's whether companies' behaviour is likely to change on, on, on the back of this. So uh, at the moment in the US, the cost to an investment grade company losing that status and finding itself as a double B rated corporate is, is around 200 basis points, 2% increase in its funding cost. That might not sound like a lot, but that's a significant increase versus where that would have been only six or, or, or eight weeks ago, about a, a quarter of that at 50 basis points. So there is a financial cost, but there is also perhaps more importantly, the risk that companies get uh, cut out from from funding markets. So um, they will be aware of that. And and perhaps going forward, what we'll see is for those companies that are able to strengthen their balance sheets and and run more conservative balance sheets, maybe that is what they look to do. And maybe this this episode that's been going on for a few years now of where companies have seen uh, triple B ratings as the the Nirvana, uh, perhaps we'll see a reversal of that and, and, and and an attempt to um, to, to uh, target single A or even even double A ratings, that will obviously take time and isn't going to happen during this economic environment. But some, something something to think about nonetheless. Right, I will leave you there. Uh, the sun beckons. Long weekend. I hope you all uh, enjoy and chat next week. Thank you.